Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, welcome back. We are back better than ever. Rob, I owe you an apology. Jordan is back. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. It was, uh, I mean, I don't know if he's fully back, but he did, uh, he's back. Um, just the whole, the putting, man. I mean, I, I loved his, his uh, quote about how he won a tournament without a putter too, but man, that was, I don't know if you watched it at all or whatever you got to see yesterday. I mean, obviously you probably saw the putt Saturday night, right? To finish his round. Yeah, I saw that. And then, yeah, I, I watched all of it yesterday. I mean, I set up shop. It was great and to see him, you know, the two birdies in the first five holes. I mean, two birdies, two eagles on the first five holes. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, yeah, I was, I was jacked, yelling. Katie and the kids were like, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, speech back, speech back. Yeah. All yeah, I got. Good. So for the listeners, all I got was an LFG from Rob. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew something was going on. So here's the thing. I was at my sister's. We left when Jordan was on. He just teed off on 18. So we had just left. And then that's, okay. that's when you texted me. And I was pulling into the house when I got it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I go, something happened. <laughs> he was two shots back. Yeah. You know, it was like, you know, it was, four, he, you know, Shane was 14 under and he was 12. And I'm sure everybody that's going to listen to this has heard it already on any other podcast. But like, I was like, oh, crap. You know, he, it was awesome to see him make that pretty on 18. And then like, OK, well, he might have a chance. He might not. I mean, there, like they said, there's a lot of guys behind him. Um, still had plenty of holes to play and Shane being at 14. But then as soon as Shane was on, what was that part three, 14? I forgot what hole it was, but anyways, when he chipped it and just kept on going and going, I yeah. jumped out of my seat. I mean, I like Shane a lot, but I was like, you out, know, of the, out of the wood. Oh. What's that? When he was in the wood chips. Yeah. Was, or was he in that Sandy crap on that part three that he, I, you know, they were, they were talking about how, you know, most of the guys you know, were putting it and then he decided to chip it, which he's got an awesome short game to begin with, but he must have just, you know, caught it hot, hit that down slope on the green and just kept on rolling into the water, you know? Yeah. So I had no idea what happened. I come in, I literally ran in, flipped it on, <laughs> saw the playoff hole, couldn't believe after Jordan went in the sand, came up short, can't let right. decided to stick with a nine. And I'm like, even when they were talking about it, right. And it was like inevitable that he was in a comp short. Um, yep. I loved that it was Jordan and Cantley. Um, well, the, the crazy part was like I'm sitting there watching it. Cantley is on 18, right? Well, he made that birdie put on 17. I'm like, oh shit, Cantley's got this, right? Because he birdied 18 all three days. Yeah. And then, you know, he sticks it 
you know, somewhat close on 18 and I'm like, Oh crap, he's making it. I'm like, it's over. You know, I, I went from being at a high to like when he, when he landed on the green, I'm like, Oh, you know, it's like a Charlie Brown. And then, you know, he missed it. And I just started going nuts. It was great. His putter stunk. Cantlay's on Sunday. Yeah. Like yeah. two, four footers. I mean, um, that part on 17 was a, a nice putt right down in the yeah. center. Yeah, that was a nice putt. But I'm just shocked that, I mean, the, the wind was howling. So, you know, I, I'm assuming his caddy and him had a better idea of what's going on than we did. But oh, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. shocked how short, uh, or just knowing that Jordan was in the bunker. And, right. I mean, to get up and down from there, like Jordan did, is kind of unreal. But we almost made it. Well, yeah. But I'm saying in Cantley's spot. Sure. At that, at that point, it's like, hey, let's just get on. And then. You know, you would you would think, you know, he would have a better shot. Obviously, not going for a flag. Yeah, coming up short, gets buried. Unfortunately, yep. right? Uh, yeah, I mean, Jordan's out game in the playoff hole. I thought it was going in. I thought it was <laughs> yes. the John Deere all over again. Uh, it almost made me want to drink. And honestly, I almost yeah. ran upstairs to grab a beer. It was freaking awesome. And then, like, um, I I got a kick out of it. You know how, like, when, when you got the playoffs, you get one commentator per, you know, player. Yeah. And I love that he got Colt because, like, when he hit that tee shot, Colt's like, oh, no, that's that's going to be short. And, yeah, he had a longer shot, you know, than uh, Cantley. But probably – who was – I think I was listening to – it was either Noah and Up or Andy and – at this morning, but they were talking about like you know how he had a longer iron in, so that's why you know he didn't get the fried egg compared to like Cantley's nine iron that got just caught up in the wind and just straight down into the fried egg, you know. So right. And then to your point, I loved what he said afterwards um about his putter, but then yeah. saying, but then saying, you know, I would basically take myself over anybody when it comes sure. to putter, yeah, which I thought was super cool. Um, you know, super confident, yeah, but I mean, he's right. I mean, his, his putting's always been just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's nice to see kind of him shut up the, uh, the haters. There's, there was a lot of pros on Twitter saying like, where, where's all the pre-shot routine guys. Like, oh, and I, just, I just raised my hand. Right. Um, well, his uh, post round interview, you know, in the back was pretty cool too. Cause you know, he talked about how I thought it was interesting I never really thought about, it, but like how he went in Saturday night and checked his stats to see what his, you know, his putting or his strokes gained or strokes lost were and how, you know, he didn't think he did that bad, but it was that bad. And, you know, I thought I found that very interesting and I found it awesome how much he, you know, how not awesome because he missed a cup, but how he brought up like, you know, Masters is his favorite tournament and how it you know, he was mad that he missed the cut and it, you know, it sucked and he thought he played good, but you know, he just caught bad breaks and stuff like that. So I found that very interesting. Oh yeah. It was a great tournament. Uh, overall, again, we had a great finish a playoff. Can't, you know, can't ask for much more than that. Right. Uh, came down to the wire. Like I said, the last like four or five holes, it looked like Lowry and, and Cantlay were going to go to a playoff. And then <laughs> Jordan came out of nowhere uh, but yeah, great tournament. We got another great one coming up um, in the Zurich. Yep. With the uh, with the team format, so that's going to be a good one. But speaking of back being back, Rob, I was back on Saturday. Oh yeah, Southside's back, and that was with a Southside tour practice round at Sanctuary. 
And I'll How'd that go? It went. It, <laughs> it went. It went well. Um, the front, I, sh- I was one over. Okay. So I went 37. The back, I went 47. Ooh. Yeah. So guess what? Hole 10. Remember I was telling you about it? Yeah. How it, how it eats my lunch every time? Sure. I tripled it. <laughs> Again, just it's just a hole that it's so short. It's only like what? I think like 320, 294, something weird. But you got that pond. I, I, so the, the play was kind of like a three-quarter cut, three wood. Mm-hmm. A thing maybe made it 15 feet onto the next tee box. Just, you know, hit too, too much down on it. Basically, just went straight into the ground. Um, I got a two-part question for you. First part, was it the PXG or a Titleist? Titleist. Titleist. And then question two would be, was it the 007 or did you go to the, back to the fill? 007. So oh. I probably hit – I hit a lot of fairways. Like, I, I drove the ball really well, um, shockingly. But I think I found something. And then – the 07 drained like a 20 footer on eight for birdie and then had like a 40 footer for par on nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. The 07 was rolling, man. Was um, it? Yeah. I love it. it. It's, it's gotten, it's gotten some, it's taken me some getting used to cause it's a lot longer. Sure. So I had to figure that out, you know, how much to to bend over because I was always like crouching over like a little kid playing putt putt. Sure. Now it's just it's just different being kind of standing up straight. But anyhow, yeah, sanctuary uh, went well. The back I just I fell apart, and then by like the thirteenth hole, we were probably playing in a three club wind. <laughs> um, I remember hitting seven iron into like one fourteen. So actually, more than that, more than three. Oh yeah, yeah, That's it was it was bad. Um, How'd you do on five? The rooster uh, hole, rooster hole, rooster hole. Uh, rooster hole, rooster hole. I bogeyed. I actually meant to send you a video of the rooster hole. They were there was like forty roosters going ham. Um, <laughs> rooster hole because it was practice round. I pulled three wood. I was fairway like two. 48, 252, something like that. Pulled three wood, um, smoked a tree on the left side, just overcooked it. And then I had to drop, chipped up, and then two putted. So yeah, made a made a bogey there. Um you see any off. of our guys out there though? I, yeah, I saw some guys post. So some guys had to be out there. Yeah, there was a ton of guys out there actually. There was, I I believe I saw like four groups. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was super cool to see guys out there. It was freezing out. I mean, we teed off, it was maybe 38 degrees and it was super windy, kind of warmed up towards the back, not so much, but then, yeah, then it got, it got super windy on the back. Like there was, you know, there was no kind of shelter, but yeah, tons of guys out there. Um, super cool to see those guys, but yeah, the the course itself was in for like mid April, it's in great shape and I was talking to Bob, the uh, the GM over there, compared to last year and compared to like right now. So he told me at this point last year, they probably had like 20 cuts in. Mm-hmm. He said they literally have like 
seven cuts in right now. Mm. They haven't really been able to yeah. tell because of how wet it was. But the course, like I said, for mid-April was in pretty good shape, I thought. Um, How's the uh, fescue on the outside? They got, rid of, they got rid of a bunch of, like, the longer shit, but um, the fescue that was there, there wasn't much of it, and it was kind of, it was dead. But uh, fescue didn't really come into play a whole lot. Like I said, they removed a ton of it. Um, but course was still playing, you know, pretty tough in the wind. It was very, very gettable. Um, just, you know, is what it is. I hope to get my redemption on Saturday for the <laughs> round. So, I mean, it's supposed to be what in the eighties, seventies. Yeah. It's going to be a good weekend. Yeah. Tee off early. Um, we'll see a bunch of guys out there again. That yeah. The TC's pretty full. Yeah. It's full. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. So that was the the opening, the opening practice round. Um, moving on, know what else is back is the West Side Tour and the North Side Tour this this weekend that round. Yeah, we're starting it up. Are you, have you been scouting uh, Randall Oaks? I've been on the Golf Logics app. I've been on their website. I've been uh, doing some aerial views. So I'm getting excited. Did the old uh, go through the bag again just to make sure it's ready to go. Yeah. So Randall Oaks, I've never played it. The info that I've gotten back from other guys is that it's pretty open for a Parkland style course. Um, there are lots of trees, but the layout is pretty open. Um, typically it plays fast and firm. I'm assuming that's not going to be the case during our event because it's still, you know, it's still cold out. It's still pretty wet. Uh, I heard it is in always really good shape. And then yeah. some, I don't know who's saying this, but some, <laughs> some are saying maybe the toughest greens in the Northwest suburbs besides like McRae and Blackstone. So you might, I mean, their, uh, their website, their website has a hole by hole. It's pretty sweet. How many sites have it? I mean, it's all obviously renderings, but to me, it looks pretty, a little bit open and some water, but some, good amount of dog legs, but looks pretty uh, fun to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, um, speaking of, so I was going to say, you might have a little test on your hands with those greens. Speaking of greens, if any of you guys want to know about the greens that we play during the year, you could check that out using the putt view books that we have on our website. Um, they're a partner of ours this year. You get a nice little discount. They have all of our courses. Um, laid out so you can you can pick whatever course you want and get a book for that course and that's putt view books and you could use the link on our website and it'll bring you directly to their website via our uh, our discount so make sure you check that out um pine meadow is another one the north side tour opener yeah pine meadow i have played um pine meadow it's been a while like I said before, it, it reminded me of a nicer, shorter George Dunn. Um, it was in super, super good shape the last time I played. I, I couldn't believe it was public the last time I played it. It was probably like, I don't know, five years ago. Uh, but I was actually blown away by how well it was taken care of for a public course. Um, it's a part of the Jemsic Cog Hill family. So oh, cool. that kind of makes sense. Um, that it's in good shape. It's a super tough layout. Um, 
I remember that the back nine, there was virtually water on every hole, tons of water. Um, a little bit reminiscent of Prairie Landing. I remember the 15th at, at Pine Meadow was insane. It's kind of like a peninsula green that you're hitting uh, down into. Super tough hole. Overall, the, the, the layout in the track is, is pretty tough. Um, so I'm pumped for guys to go back out there. We got a lot of compliments on Pine Meadow last year from guys that have never played it. So for you guys new to Pine Meadow and Randall Oaks, you know, definitely let us, you know, get your feedback, let you know how you liked it. Um, be sure to post on social media, you know, take some videos or pictures while you're out there and, and tag the course, tag us, and then we'll, yep. you know, we'll, uh, we'll resurface it slash retweet it, whatever you guys want. So share your experience on Slack too, you know, let everybody yeah. know how you liked it. Yep. Yep. Slack's been awesome. Um, it's starting to pick up. It was stagnant for a little bit there just because people are waiting to get out. Now it's starting to pick up. Um, you're definitely starting to see guys, you know, starting to reach out. Hey, who wants to play this date? Um, I need somebody for this date. As Rob mentioned before, the T sheets are stacked. Those are, are filling up pretty quick. Uh, we discussed earlier. So we're reaching back out to these courses and seeing if we can get maybe another week um, via the T sheet. So we think that will help. So the plan is to have, you know, the T-sheet deadline like five days before the actual date. So if that happens, then there's no reason that those T-sheets shouldn't be filled. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's super cool to see guys using them. Um, they're definitely going to come in, into play huge for the majors when you have yep. to use a new attester. Essentially, if you get your name on the sheet, you're already locked in, and you don't have to worry about you know, finding a new attester because, you know, somebody in that foursome will be, you know, somebody that you haven't played with before. So right. it, it's a nice little safe haven, um, you know, a little safety net, so to speak. So make sure you guys are looking out for the T-sheet, Slack, you know, try to get involved with other groups, um, whether that's money games, practice rounds, official rounds, what have you. So, and don't forget, I mean, it you know, it's kind of funny. I've seen some other people too that are in different tours asking about what's going on, but you know, we all could play with each other and test each other. So, you know, you got that random or the general uh, channel on Slack. If you're always looking for someone to play a different course on a different tour, just throw it out there. This is true. This is true. You want to go play uh, Blackstone or Shepherd's Crook or, you know, something on the South side, Ravislow, um, you know, jump on, slack channel or you know head over to the uh to the t-sheet get your name on the t-sheet and uh you know go play that track you know that's what that's what it's there for rob you know I mean, at the end of the day we're all we're all golf junkies so let's right. have a good time yeah <clears throat> and then build some some continuity and um you know some relationships and, and build a, a large network of, of amateur golfers that just like to get out and play. So there you go. Um, speaking of the Zurich route, who do you like? You know, I, it, the one thing I've been getting a kick out of, you know, last couple of, well, ever since Scotty won the masters is because, you know, everybody getting on Ryan Palmer because of him, you know, scooping up, uh, you know, the number one guys right away yep. as his partner. Cause what he had Rom Spieth, and then Scotty now yeah, for this yeah. weekend. So um, 
don't know, man. I like Cam Smith, and he's with Leishman again, right? Yep. I like that duel. I do like Scotty and Palmer. I mean, Palmer's a solid, solid player. I, you know, he's always around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would have to say between those two. Okay. Well, T, booking with T, likes his as his long shot. He likes Leash and, excuse me, he likes Bellow and Grillo. One eighty to one is his long shot. And then next he is Norn and Norlander, a hundred to one. This one is surprising. He's got Hatton and Willett, seventy-five <laughs> to one. And his favorite to win it is your call, Leash and Smith, ten to one. So that is your, and you could book that with T. That is your Zurich Classic picks. So yeah, I'm a, I'm excited about that. I mean, I know I, it, I always like to see different stuff on tour, right? The different formats, and I think this is one of them that I enjoy. I do like to see when people, you know talking about how they should probably change the format for the weekends, right? See what they shoot if they scrambled. I mean, I obviously crazy low, but you know, obviously that won't happen, but be cool to think about to see stuff like that. Yeah. What do you think about the new match that just came out with Brady? <sighs> you know, it was funny today. I was laying low. Um, and I, I did check my phone. I saw, um, I think it was Golf Unfiltered did a tweet about it. And I, w- I wasn't sure what he was talking about. And then I actually caught it. And then it was just like, why? Why? Why not Why not do the Quarter Sisters? And I think Golf Unfiltered was, said that or somebody else said that. Um, I, would, I would love to see Nellie and Jessica play them or, you know, just have some type of pro in there. Like, I don't want to see that. I have, no, I have no interest at all in watching that. I'll, so I'll watch it, but I agree. I don't have any interest in it. Um, I mean, this is silly. I mean, I could, you know, I could watch a a 20 handicap versus 20 handicap just because I like the action, but right. No. Yeah. I'd rather go watch four of our guys on, on a tour play like that instead of, I mean, it's just pointless. I mean, I'm not here. Listen, I I love the LPGA and I would love to see them incorporated because I'm, I guarantee they would get their ass kicked by the sisters. Easily, or give me Danielle King in there. I mean, she would be awesome because she, I'm sure she'd talk shit. She wouldn't take anything, you know. I mean, stuff like that. I just don't I agree. Go. I agree. Oh, I, I, ooh, ooh, I got a cramp, Rob. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I agree, though. I mean, oh man, that's from playing Saturday, probably. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> um, I agree, though. I, I would love to see the quarter sisters out there or. Daniel King or anybody really. I mean, yeah, but I mean, put those guys on like the NFL network if they want to do that shit. Like I, I don't want to see the weirdo Aaron Rodgers play anymore. I'm yeah. I'm good on that. I mean, yeah. I just I don't like Brady. No, I'm good. He already did it. It's yeah. just well, speaking of too, we are still looking for our first match. Oh, yeah. Good call. Yeah, too. Good call. So if anybody out there has, you know, a buddy. Uh, well, I think, are you breaking it down for newbies? I think we need to start from scratch on that for the guys that don't really know what's the deal with it. Okay. So a couple of years back, actually, right when COVID hit, mm-hmm. we decided, hey, you know, everybody's at home. Why not start the CGT, the match? So basically it's, it's two guys going out. Um, typically it's a foursome because we'll need, you know, uh, it's just easier with a cameraman. Yep. So if you get a foursome, that way you guys can play a money game. 
And then that way the two other guys could kind of switch off taking, you know, video. Um, but if you want to challenge a buddy or two buddies or whatever to a match, we'll broadcast it live on our IG. Technically it's not live. Um, it just goes into the story mm -hmm. so, so that we could kind of edit what, what gets put up. And it's sure. not, it's not, that <laughs> right. Live. right. Um, but it's awesome. So when it took off, we got a ton of DMs saying, this is awesome because everybody was at home and they had nothing right. to do and people were, were watching these matches. So, um, yeah, it took off and we continued on with it and it will be back in, in 2022. So mm -hmm. we're looking for our first match. Um, if you want to play, you know, shoot us a, an email, a DM um, with who you want to play against. And then we'll put it up on our, our IG and we'll schedule everything out. We'll get you guys locked into our, you know, partner uh, IG account. And then that way you guys could do video. So uh, keep that in mind. But Rob, are you ready for the top three? I'm ready for the top three. I want to know your top three goals for the 2020 CGT season. My top three goals. Um, number three, I, I'm going to commit to the, these clubs. I'm committing to these clubs. I'm staying. That should be your number one. No, no, no. That's number three. Because, but yeah, I'm committing to these clubs. I'm staying with the set I have. Uh, I like them. I'm actually changing the grips this week to get a little better feel on them. But that's, that's my main goal is to stick with these clubs, not tinker anything. Before event one, just when I'm done regripping them this week, that's are what it is for the season. Are you maybe going to commit to a practice swing? Am I going to commit to a practice swing? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think we'll, we'll have to work on that one. I'll see how that goes. I'm uh, So three is committing to not tinkering with my clubs, just staying the whole season with them, hopefully the next two or three seasons. I don't know, those six – 59s look pretty sweet, but that's oh, that's a that's a whole different story. They do look they do look sweet, but <laughs> yeah. Um about three new sets in the last two years. <laughs> that's too true. Um my second goal, my second goal is to practice more, right? I want to, you know, pre-COVID working right across the street from Oak Brook uh golf club. I did their summer, you know, not their package, but they had this Q5 deal. It was great did pretty much three or four days during the week for lunch and practiced. They had, they have an awesome driving range, chipping and putting. Yeah. But now working from home for a majority of the week, I think I'm going to either bowling works a little bit further, but they got a driving range over here. Not, not to give a plug, but Sigfield choice. They got like this, uh, I think it's called a big hitters package. So they do a driving range package. So I think that's my number two goal is to, get back to somewhat that, whether it be two times a week, three times a week, you know, um, get all involved, my daughter and just have a good time and get back to working on my swing. Yeah. And then my number one goal is, um, and the tour is, it's like a twofold. I want to shoot better. Right. I want to get back to the cap that I had two years ago, more consistent in the upper seventies, you know, um, and then, you know, meet new people. Cause to be honest with you, I know it's, we keep on reiterating and, you know, we say it all the time, but like the people that I've met through this, the last three or four years, 
have been awesome. You know, fellow golf junkies playing new courses with new people that haven't played those courses either. And just, you know, sharing the experience and getting to know some really good dudes has been really cool. So some good golf, some good laughs, you know, meeting some new guys and, you know, making it to the championship all together in that, you know, number one goal. I'd say that's a pretty good list there, Rob. Yeah. How about you? So we share some, some similarities. Uh, number three would be to practice more. So specifically short game. I think I went once last year to practice literally putting, chipping, like, and not prior to around. Um, totally separate. I think literally once, maybe twice, if that. So um, that's got to get done if, if the cat wants to trend downward. <laughs> so um, practice more. Number two would be to finish in not necessarily the money, but finish in like the top 15. And then number one would be to that kind of correlates with number two runs parallel. If that happens, then I make it a championship day. So um, just being there on championship day is, is a ton of fun. It's a great day. Um, You know, it's, it's kind of all the the hard work paying off comes down to a, a one day thing. Um, so yeah, that's that rounds out the top three. So what is uh, what time are you playing next week? I'm playing this Saturday at eight thirty. Oh, this Saturday, that's right. Um, and then is it? What do you got? Full floor summer? Is everybody? Is it all their official rounds? That I don't know. Uh, well, so my cousin I know is playing Sunday, so I doubt it's his official round. Um, playing with, I believe Tim Crowley and Brendan Murphy. Okay. I'm not sure if it's their official rounds, but we just used the T sheet, um, got filled in. So it's a good foursome neighborhood guys. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm sure we'll have a money game going as well. So So what's your goal? What's your, where are you going to shoot? What do you want to shoot? Um, the goal would be probably 77 sub 77. I mean, Saturday, listen, Saturday, I got there at 9.54. We teed off at 10. It was freezing out. Oh, you didn't do the range? You didn't get oh, anything? Oh, no. Oh, no. No. And after four holes, it was just, it was bizarre. Like, after four holes, I felt super super dialed in because I was hitting fairways. See, that goes along with what I say. Don't waste it, you know, save it well, for course. If you got it, you got it. Yeah, well, I, you know, it was more so probably – just not over swinging and still being kind of tight and just keeping it short and sweet. Um, but then, you know, the, the back nine, like there was four holes where it felt like I hadn't swung a club in like seven months. So um, judging off, if I could put the same performance together that I did on the nine, the front nine and kind of do away with the back and kind of just run even there. I, I think it's definitely doable. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, staying out of trouble and, you know, taking, taking my medicine. So I think 77 is probably the goal. Um, if anything lower than that happens, then mm-hmm. I'm all for it. So how about you? What's your number for Saturday or Sunday? Uh, I'm trying to do, I'd like to stay 82 or lower. I'd take that. Yeah. I'd be happy with that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait, honestly. It's going to be warm. I'm going to be loose. I don't know. Probably 
probably I will definitely going to have some type of range wedge, whether that's like only 15 wedges and a couple putts, regardless, um, I'll be ready to go. I love playing with new people. It kind of just makes me focus a lot more because I'm not, I'm not as content. Like I'm not as, um, lackadaisical about stuff, you know, I'm kind of on my game. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. Um, so if Murphy starts playing music, are you going to ask him to turn it off? No, no. (laughs) Now, if my cousin starts playing music, he listens to this every week. Um, no, we'll, we'll probably have music on, um, his genre tends to be like eighties, nineties rock with, uh, with some like Rob zombie and stuff like that. We might just have to hit next when that comes up. I mean, your playlist at the scramble was killer, man. That was an awesome Pandora station. I'm telling you, um, ZBB is, is the station to go to. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, well, I'll see if I could talk them into that, but there you go. Yeah. Um, no, we'll have a good time. We always do. So until next time, Rob, we don't have a fairway, but we'll see you in the fairway. Hit them straight. Have a good time, bud. You too, buddy. See ya.